Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rough, rough, rough day today. Tough day on sports talk radio. For those of you that don't know, I work at a sports station. I work at uh, WEEI 97 point, I can't even, 93.7 WEEI in Boston. Tough day, tough day on the show for me today. I cluster F's as I like to say it. I, I cluster F'd every single thing today on the show this morning. I'll be, I, obviously I'm on again tomorrow that from, Six to ten. Hopefully, I don't mess things up. So I, I'm a little uh, flustered at all the mistakes I made today. But I, I, I'm pulling it back together. But my daughter, as you guys know, I do spazzing out America's podcast. I do the podcast five times a week, and it it, it goes along with my full time job working at the radio station and my full time job running my business. But as well as being a parent, I, I'm trying to be a dad. And my daughter, I'm like telling my daughter, I'm like, hon, honey, my daughter's six. Mike, honey, I got to do my podcast. Daddy has to go downstairs and do his podcast. We have we have important things to talk about. We're having Karen Turk on the program. I, I have to get ready. My wife is like, oh, oh. What, my wife is talking to me. Uh, before I just hopped on the podcast, spazzing out America's podcast. Before I hopped on, my wife is, is going on. For, my wife's buying a new car and she's she won't leave me alone. I'm like, hun, I have to go. I have an interview that's scheduled. I, I, I have scheduled an interview for five o'clock and my wife is like, bah, 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 bah. I'm like, honey, buy the car, buy the car. I have to go. I have to go. I, I want to get to my political commentary with, with what I, who I'm calling, um, Karen Turk is a political commentator, but I like to call them conservative commentators. So I'm going to try to bring, um, Karen on right now. As you guys know, the, the kind of day, if you listen to me on here in Boston, and Boston radio, it was Cluster F City for me this morning. So let's see if, if, if the, hopefully the Cluster Fs will stop and we can get Karen on and we can have a lively discussion about the scumbag governor from New York or soon to be non-governor. Talk about the border. Talk about how great Ron DeSantis is. Talk about Rick Scott, the, the senator down there. I want to move to Florida. My Pazielli South is down in Florida. Let's see if we can get Karen on. Hold on. I, I have to invite her. So for those of you that are listening to the podcast on, on my app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, um, iHeartRadio, Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's Podcast. The reason that I even do a live feed is to record the podcast. So bear with me as I try to search to see if that I can bring Karen on. Hopefully this works out. 
Hold on. All right, there we are. We're, we're inviting Karen to the room. I am sending a request. I sent the request to Karen. Hopefully she will join us and it won't be a problem. Let, let's see if it's actually, um, well, I sent it. Maybe she'll hop on. Maybe she won't. I, I don't know. I'm trying to make it work. We, d- d- we'll give it a minute. Let's give it a minute and see if we can figure this out. Well, let's let's try it one more time and see if we can get Karen. Riveting pod, uh, riveting podcast content. It's always good to have somebody else on the show from time to time. So it's not just me lamenting about the liberal mutants, and it's not just me talking about uh, you, you know people like Cory Bush that want to defund the police but want you to pay for their security. So it'd be nice to have somebody else on. Let's see if we can get her on. I've, I've uh, sent the request twice. Unable to join. Oh, man. That, what a nightmare. Let's try it again. All right. We will send the request to Karen again. Otherwise, you know what? We're just going to move on. All right, so I'm, I'm trying to get Karen Turk to come on. Let's let's talk about about Governor Cuomo. So Cuomo retires. He well, he doesn't retire. He resigned today, which is a scumbag move on his part. He comes out, he gets he gives this fancy speech about why he's leaving. He's he's going to resign because it's good for New York. He's going to resign because it's good for you. He's going to resign because that's the right thing to do because it's going to take months and months of litigation. So he wants to set aside. So that government can do what government's supposed to do and help you. He's full of it. It's garbage. He's lying. He's resigning because the DA, the Attorney General of New York, has evidence on him. Now, you know me. I am 100%, 1,000% innocent until proven guilty. And that will never change with me. Here in the United States of America, we are innocent until proven guilty. But I'm also a smart person. I also know that when there is enough evidence against somebody like a politician, like the governor, when there's enough evidence against a governor that, that articles of impeachment are going to get pulled on you and you're going to go through the process of getting kicked out, the DA comes to you, the attorney general, whatever, they come to you, they put this in front of you and they say, this is what we have. Here are your options. We're going to impeach you. And if you get impeached, you're out. You're going to lose your state pension. You're going you're gonna to waste a $5 million you just got for a book that you wrote. If you guys remember... Months ago, the people were fawning over Cuomo. They were, they were calling him President Cuomo. People were, he got an Emmy. He got an, he did. He got an Emmy. He was the savior of New York. And then months later comes to find out he's putting sick people in nursing homes, killing people, and he's sexually harassing women for years. And now he resigns, but he's resigning for you. I, it, it's like the Cory Bush lady. She wants you to protect her. She needs her own secret service so that she can be safe, but she wants to defund the police on your ass. It drives me absolutely nuts. Drives me bonkers. What drives me even more bonkers is that I can't get Karen on the show. So I'm going to try. Give me another. We're supposed to have uh, Karen Turk on, on the on the live stream. She's a political commentator. She is a, a America first. She's a truth bomber. Loves this country. She's from Florida. I'm going to try to reach out to her again. Let's see if we can get her on. I, her publicist is going to be absolutely steaming with me. But such is life, right? With, with spazzing out 
America's podcast or with the radio program. I can't do anything right. We can't get anything to work. So we're going to try it. Let's see if we can bring her into the room. Sending the request. Request has been sent, but I think Karen has to join the feed. Maybe I should text her real quick and, and see what the deal is. I don't want to hop off the feed. Hold on, everybody. Let's, let's everybody hang on for a second. One sec. I'm going to have to flip, flip back. And you know what? Hold on. This is what we have an iPad for. Maybe I can reach out to her on the iPad and see if we can get this on. And I will edit this later and we will get it all tightened up. But let's see um, how I re- reached out. Um, no, nothing. So I guess it's not going to work. Or maybe, you know what it is? You know what's funny? She was probably watching the start of the podcast and was like, I don't even want to go on this guy's show. But that's okay. America's podcast is doing, it's doing well. Not many people join the live feed, but the purpose of doing the live feed is to record it for the podcast. Yesterday's podcast have over 3,000 downloads. I typically get somewhere between 3,000, 3,500 per episode. I do the show five times a week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I do it on Instagram. Sometimes I do it on Facebook. I, I like to do it that way but it'd be, because of what I do is I extract the audio. So it doesn't seem like it's, it's going to work. I don't think I'm going to be able to get Karen on. We'll try it one more time, and then we are going to move on. Let me... No, you know, no luck, no biggie. It's okay. Stinks, Karen. Maybe we'll get you on another day. It, it, it stinks that we missed. All right, let's let's just move on. Let's let's get on to the things that I want to talk about. All right, Cuomo. People like it's do as I say, not as I do. Government, and this is what liberals do. Liberals will tell you they're doing something for you when it is in fact something for them. If Cuomo was impeached, he would stand to lose his pension. And it's all about the pension when you're working in the government. When you are a governor, you get that nice, beautiful pension, and you get to retire on that, and you get that money for the rest of your life until you die. If you are impeached, you don't get that money. I'm willing to bet they put the evidence in front of him, and they said, hey, we've got this. You are going to lose. You are going to get impeached. I'm willing to bet that his, his staff went around. They talked to the state senate. They talked to the state uh, legislators, and they said, yep. We are going to vote to impeach this man. The president wants him to be impeached. He's going to get bounced out. And that's what's going to happen. If if he decided to stay in office, he would get impeached. He would lose his pension. Now, I think that the attorney general, I also think that Biden needs to get the U.S. uh, DA and they need to continue the investigation. We can't let people like this off the hook. And we do it all the time. We work deals and it makes it okay. That's the problem. What, What the government... In New York, the DA, the, the attorney general in New York and the DA in the United States uh, DA are saying that in exchange for you retiring, in exchange for you resigning, we won't investigate you anymore. We'll let this go. That can't happen. He has sexually harassed plenty of women and he wouldn't be resigning if there wasn't evidence saying that he did. So it's clear that he did and he's copying a deal to get out for two reasons. It takes the heat off his brother, who, is the, who works for CNN, and then it takes the heat off of him. He steps out of the limelight. He moves on. He gets to keep his pension. He's staying on for two weeks 
so that there can be an easy transition to his lieutenant governor. We can't allow this kind of stuff to happen in the United States where politicians use their power to take advantage of women, and it's not just women, to take advantage of people in however form they would like to do it, whether it's sexually, financially, whatever it is, to give someone a job, to not give somebody a job, it can't allow to be, it can't happen. And these people, they need to be prosecuted. They can't allow them to just resign. Now, resigning gets him out of being impeached. He can no longer be impeached. I mean, if he was President Trump, they could still impeach him, even though he's out of office, but they won't go for impeachment. They're going to move on. That's it. They got him out. Goodbye. The attorney general in New York, if this person wants to have a shot at running for governor, needs to balls up and needs to go after him immediately and continue the investigation. She needs to do it for herself. She needs, I think it's a she, that she needs to do it for the women that were sexually harassed and that were hurt by this governor. And then she needs to do it for the people of New York because the guy, he literally abused his power. And you're going to let this man collect his pension? You're going to let this man continue to live an easy life who claims that all he does is work for you. It's not I. It's it, it. What did he say? He said today in this thing, he's like, it's not It's not me, it's we. I think is what he said. It's not me, it's we. He cares about New York. He loves New York. I hear a lot of Democratic lawmakers, Democratic leaders talk about how much they care about you, how much they love you, how much they just want to make sure you're okay. And while they're telling you this, they're lying. They're speaking out of the other side of their mouth. While they're telling you, I want to make sure you're okay, he's behind closed doors working out deals to keep his pension. While they're telling you, you're okay, uh, uh, I want to take care of you, and I want you to have safety, out, out of the other side of the mouth, they're saying, I, I, I defund police, but I need to have protection. It can't, we cannot allow this to happen. The DA, the United States, Joe Biden, he won't. Though Biden won't. God knows what's going on with Joe Biden. The guy disappeared to his Wilmington home in Delaware, and nobody knows what's going. They they shut down communication, and then today they saw him wandering in in the in the Rose Garden or something over at the White House. He was just every time I see Joe Biden walk, I, I think of Russell Crowe, and I think of the Gladiator where Russell Crowe is dying, you, you know, and he, he's like going off into the drift, and someone has to bring Joe back to the light. Like Joe, come back, come back, please, please, Joe, come back into the light. Wake up. We can't allow it to happen. The Biden administration needs to step, step up and seek criminal actions on the sexual harassment of women in New York by their governor. If they don't do it, the attorney general in New York needs to aggressively pursue criminal actions. They need to go after this guy's pension. They need to ensure that this kind of stuff, this abuse of power never happens again. And the only way to do it is to hit them in the wallet. The only way to do it is to take their pension. What they need to do is a lot. It, it's it's bullcrap. It, the fact that you can resign and still get your pension, it's crap. If you are resigning and you're facing impeachment, there should be a hearing to decide whether or not you get to keep your pension. The evidence should still come forward. It's, he talks about saving New York thousands, millions of dollars in legal proceedings. When in fact, what he's trying to do is save his $5 million that he got when he wrote his COVID book about how he was saving New York. And he's trying to protect his pension 
that he will get until he dies. He doesn't want to lose that. He doesn't want to litigate because it'll cost him that $5 million that he just got. And then if he loses in court, he's going to lose his pension. It can't happen. Aggressive action needs to happen on this. Let's try one more time to see if I can invite uh, Karen Turk on the show. But I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. We'll, we'll, we'll invite her one more time. <laughs> the funny thing is she probably doesn't want to come on. She was like, ah, it's passing out. Terrible podcast. I sent the request again. We'll see if that if that comes. If she were here, I would be talking about uh, voter IDs, COVID mandates. Uh, we have to talk about Rick Scott. Rick Scott is the senator. Florida has the best politicians. Ron DeSantis is, is America's governor. We love this guy. But they also, their old governor, Rick Scott, who is now a senator, he was speaking out against mandates today. And hear me out, because I couldn't agree with them more. What he said is the government needs to stay out of your business. The government's job, and I agree with them, the government's job is to give you some information and say, look, it, you need to get vaccinated and this is why. They give you all this information as to why. And then they need to say, but you need to go meet with your physician and with your family and you need to decide whether it's good for you or not good for you. And you, as a private citizen, get to decide what's good for you and your family. You decide if you want to get vaccinated. You decide if you want to wear a mask. We're just going to give you some guidelines. Whether you do it or not, it's up to you because the government shouldn't be in your business. And he's right. He's 100% right. The government should not be mandating you to do things. It's okay if they suggest it. It's okay if they have pamphlets or propaganda or use propaganda on you and try to persuade you. I'm fine with that kind of stuff. You're a grown-ass adult. You need to make your own decisions. But he also agrees that private businesses can do what they want. He agrees that a private business can mandate masks. A private business can mandate vaccines. I don't like the idea of private businesses telling me what to do either, but I get where he's coming from because I do support. It's your business. You're going to do what you want. And I don't have to work there. If I don't want to get vaccinated, then I don't have to work here. My boss would come to me and say, you know what? If you don't get vaccinated, you're fired. And then I have a choice to make as a grown ass man. Do I want to get vaccinated and keep my job or do I lose my job and go work somewhere else? It's my choice. I'm not being fooled. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of being forced by the business. Here's the problem. The one thing that I don't like is the Biden administration is using private businesses, big private businesses, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the NFL. They, 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 all the sports teams are going to be doing this. Walmart is going to be doing it. Amazon's going to be doing it. They're using all the big companies and they're giving them proxy. They're telling them, or, or behind, I'm telling you, they're having conversations with these companies and they're saying, look, you got to mandate vaccines and you have to mandate mask wearing. So they're giving these corporations power. And then over here, Biden's saying, oh, we didn't tell anybody. We're not mandating it. It's, it's governing through proxy. It's what happens in communist countries. It happens in China. China runs all the businesses. Now they don't on paper. They're private entities. But really... The government is just telling them what to do. And that's what's happening here in the United States. The government is telling big companies, we want you to, to, to do these mandates. We want you to suppress this information. The suppression of information is the biggest one. We want you to suppress this information. We want you to push this narrative. And then they get something for it. They give them something. Maybe it's a tax break, which I haven't seen something like that. Or, or maybe it's access. Access is the big thing. Or, or maybe they just... 
figure out a way to take care of Zuckerberg, take care of uh, Jeff Bezos. But these conversations are happening. Big business is going to run on your life because they're getting proxy from the United States government to do it. And that gives Joe Biden deniability. That gives Joe Biden the opportunity to say, well, I, I'm, it's a private business. Just like Major League Baseball moved the All-Star game from Atlanta and they moved it to Colorado. You don't think that Atlanta wanted that game? You don't think that Atlanta's small businesses, bars and restaurants around that area could have used the money? You don't think that the Atlanta uh, Braves, whoever owns the stadium, could have used the money? Would have loved to have the All-Star game there? It brings in hundreds of millions of dollars. Atlanta, people from Atlanta could have used that money. But the Biden administration, behind closed doors, forced them to move it because, it, because Atlanta and because of Georgia, they're, they're, the Republicans passed a, a voter ID law that the Biden administration didn't like. And he said, okay, great. If you don't fall in line, if you don't mesh with my narrative, if you aren't in line with what my administration says, you're going to pay and you're going to pay in the wallet or get in line. And that's abuse of power. We continue to let it happen. And I wanted to ask Karen about this. How do we change the tide? How do we convince um, liberal mutants? How, how do we convince the other half that what they're doing is wrong? You can't. Perception is reality. These people think the sky is red. And, and they will defend the fact that, I mean, you can see it as clear as day. It is blue. But they, they think it's red and you cannot change their mind. They will fight against you. They will protest. And they're protesting our peaceful protests. They will flip over cop cars and tell you that the sky is red. They will force it down your throat. They will gaslight you until one day you come out of your house and you go, oh, oh the sky is red. This is, well, I guess it is. Or they'll hit you in the wallet until you say, until you capitulate and you go, yep, you know what? The sky is actually red. It is. Because you just don't want to deal with it. You don't want to lose the access. You don't want to lose the money. So you find, it's, it's like with your wife. Your wife says, you're not getting any unless you say the sky is red. We're all like, oh, the, the sky is red. The sky is red, honey. And I don't know how to do it. I, I don't know how to convince people. Because it's, it's common sense. Here in the United States, people, liberals don't use common sense. Here's common sense. I'm, I'm going to go through the big issues in this country, the border, COVID, voter, uh, uh, voter rights, um, what, uh, uh, fucking, and defunding police. These are all common sense problems. Common sense. I say to a Democrat, you know how you get rid of fraud? Ask people to show an ID and get proof of identification when they vote. And then a Democrat will just look at me and, and like I'm an idiot, like I'm a mutant. Like, what, what do you mean? That, that's racist. They'll, they'll call it racist. People don't have IDs. I, I, and, and, I, and, I'm and I'm not even talking to politicians. I'm talking to everyday people, like people you work with. And I look at them like, are, are you kidding me? How can I convince them to, to think differently? How can I sit there and say, bud, what are you talking about? You use your ID to buy scratch tickets. You use your ID to buy alcohol. You use your ID to drive your car. You use your ID to get into this damn building. What do you mean you can't use it for a voter ID? You sound like an idiot. I don't know how to, to, to turn them. Then you talk to them about the border. Well, people just want to come, come here and be safe. Well, they can. They can come here legally. They can apply for citizenship. They can apply to come over here 
and they could come in legally and they can get a social security card and a social security number and they can pay taxes and they can go find a job and then they can legally vote and they can assimilate into the United States of America. What's wrong with that? And then you try to explain it to them. So, so I, I explain it to them this way. I say, okay, you have a fence around your house, right? Yeah, well, of course I do. Right? What's the fence for? Well, I, for privacy. That usually they'll say privacy. Fences for privacy, but you know, it's also it, it's to help keep people out. I, I have a gate at the front. You have a gate. Do you have a ring on your on your front door? Yeah, I have a ring. Why do you have a ring on your front door? Well, I, I want to make sure that I can see what's going on. That nobody's stealing from me. Nobody's sneaking into my. Why do you care if people are sneaking into your house? I always ask that. What? What? Why does that bother you? I don't want people breaking. You don't want people breaking into your house. So let me ask you this question. Let's say you had your fence up and you got your ring going and your door's locked, and then someone came by, and they cut a hole in your fence, came on in, and then they kicked your door in. You could see it all in the ring. And then they went into your kitchen. They, set, they went into your kitchen. They, ate, they, they made themselves some, uh, some ramen and hot dogs. They, they grabbed the ramen. They cut up some dogs. You got home, and they're they Netflix and chilling. And they're watching the Netflix, and they're hanging out. How are you going to be? I've got to be pissed. I'm going to have them arrested. Well, that's the same thing. The United States is our home, and that's what these people are doing. They're cutting holes in our fence. They're sneaking in, and then they're stealing our stuff. They're stealing our money. And, and they, by that, I mean, of course, they're stealing our money because they're coming here. They're taking jobs from other Americans. They're taking hospital beds that should be for Americans. They're taking subsidies that are supposed to go to Americans. But you guys don't have a problem with that. But when a criminal, when, when, a, when an American citizen breaks into your house that's a scumbag, you're pissed. You want him arrested. I, I think that if you're a liberal mutant and you're four people breaking into the country, when someone breaks into your house, they should ask you to say, hey, how, how do you feel about the border and people breaking in the United States? And when you go, well, they're just, they're just trying to live. I think the judge should look at you and go, well, you know what? The criminal was just trying to live. He was hungry. He, wanted, he, he has a right to watch your Netflix. He's got a right to eat your ramen noodles. Come on in. You see what I'm saying? I, I can't have a conversation with these people. They don't have common sense. None. And then you talk to them about vaccines and forget it. Forget it. You bring up vaccines, and if you're, and if you're not for mandated vaccines, you're killing people. If you're not for mandates, period. I hear what they're saying. They want you to be federally mandated to do something. They want you to have the government tell you what to do as if you're not an adult, as if you can't make decisions for yourself. You must get in line, be a robot, do as they say whenever they say it. And when you explain that to a liberal, they don't get it. They don't understand what they think people are upset about taking the vaccine. They're not. They're upset that they're being told that it's going to be mandated. They're upset that they might lose their job because the government is saying it's okay for businesses to mandate it. They're upset that their livelihood is being threatened. If you don't get vaccinated, we'll shut the government down again. That's what they're concerned about. That's the problem. They're upset because they're grown ass Americans that don't want to be told what to do. But when you say that to a liberal mutant, they look back and they say, no, you need, you need to be told what to do. You need, you need the government to tell you what's going. You're not smart enough. That's what they say. You're 
killing people. Well, I'm not. I've been vaccinated. I got, I got vaccinated. I, and I made that, that decision on my own. I had a conversation with my physician. I had a conversation with my brother's wife, who was a doctor. I had a conversation with my family. I did my, my research. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not a Google doctor, but I, I looked it up. I tried to do the best that I could. And I ultimately came to the decision that getting vaccinated was really no big deal. Honestly, that's, that's, and that's my choice. And you should support it. As a Republican, as a conservative, you should support my choice to get vaccinated. But I, I, but I do not support the government forcing you to do it. I support your choice to not do it. I don't care if you get vaccinated. Don't. I don't care if you wear a mask. Don't. It's your life. It's convenient. When you, when you, when, and then when you say this to, to the liberals, you say, oh, well, what about my body, my choice? Oh, oh they, get, they get all upset. It's not my body, my choice anymore. Now it's the government's body, the government's choice. But when it comes to their body and what happens to them, forget it. When it comes to abortion, you have no say. You, it's their body. The government can't mandate what you do with your body. But when it comes to me and what I put in my body and vaccinations that you're forcing me to get, I don't have the right to tell, to, to, I don't have the right to choose for myself. These are the big issues that are happening in the United States and I don't know how to, how to deal. I don't know how to convince people that it's wrong. I'm sitting here, we're talking about Cuomo. I, and, I, and I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's a Democrat. And he's like, yeah, you know, he's doing the right thing by resigning for New York. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's resigning because he's guilty as fuck. He's resigning because they have evidence. And if he doesn't resign, he's going to get impeached and he's going to lose his pension. He's, he's resigning to save his own ass. You don't know what you're talking about. You're just being an idiot. You're, you're, and then they bring up Trump. Well, Trump was being, I'm like, I'm like, bro, I, I can't handle it anymore. I can't handle it. I don't know what to do. It's getting frustrating. And, and day in and day out with the podcast, because it, it's the major issues. It's defund police. You want to be safe? They asked a little, hey, do you want to be safe? Of course I want to be safe. So do you think the community net is going to keep you safe? Or do you think police officers are going to keep you safe? Oh, well, well, police officers kill people. Bud, police officers keep you safe. 99.9% .9 of these people are great people. You say that to them, forget it. It doesn't work. They don't understand. And I don't understand. So I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's it, man. There you have it. I, I, a cluster F of a podcast again. We were supposed to have Karen Turk on the show. I, I couldn't make it happen. Hopefully we can make it happen for tomorrow. I wanted to get her insight. She, she is a, a political genius, a, a truth bomber, knows a lot about politics. And her and I, we all agree here. And it'd be great to have a different voice on the podcast for once. Well, I appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. We do the podcast Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. And then it gets uploaded to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Simple. And all I ask is that you guys share it. I apologize that we couldn't get Karen on today. Hopefully we can get her on for tomorrow. God bless. God bless America.